You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. What is up? Happy Uh, Friday. Happy Friday. It's warm in Chicago this week, which just, you know, turns our mood right up, Mm -hmm. up to the sky. So happy. It's going to be like high 80s. I'd put Taylor in all the cute. I have these little like booty jean shorts for Taylor and her little fat roll legs. Oh Oh my God. I can't even all of the cute summer clothes for her. I'm just so excited. Like the sun is shining. We got back from Cancun Thursday and Friday was super depressing. I'm not going to. Horrible. Horrible. I mean, just rain and cold. And I just noticed for myself, I mean, I was already tired from traveling 11 hours on Thursday, but I'm like, I just didn't want to do anything. And then all of a sudden the weekend hit, it's Sunday Mm -hmm. or sunny and we're just like rocking it. So watch out guys. We are here and we haven't been on the mic in a couple of weeks because I was on vacation. Mm -hmm. We're refreshed, we're renewed and in really good moods. So it's going to be a good one. I know, I know. And this is something that I, you know, I posted a little bit about Monday we constantly think that everything in our life is just like happens to us. Like things don't work out or they, you know, we aren't seeing success how we want to see it. And at the end of the day, you have to, and this is pretty much, I think what every single Friday fire boils down to, you are in control. You are the one that has to take action. You are the one that has to be blamed, unfortunately, when things are not going the right way and be willing to look and evaluate different things to figure out, What can I change? Like, instead of doing a program or a protocol and it not working and you being like, eh, it didn't work. No, what did I not make work? Because things exist for a reason. And sure, everyone's different. Every, you know, everybody responds differently to different things. But more often than not, if things are implemented correctly and there isn't like massive underlying health issues, they work. Yeah, I think the point of like, when we talk about Friday Fire and we think about all of the people that we talk to, there's a lot of people who are interested. There's a lot of people who want to know how to fix their health problems. And listen, I want to help as many people as I possibly can. At the end of the day though, there's a cost and you have to invest in yourself. You have to invest time, effort, energy. I'm not even talking just about the cost of hiring somebody to help you, an Mm -hmm. expert who's walked the path to give you protocols. I'm talking about there is a cost of change and the change that you desire requires you being invested into getting the results that you want. And so if you are somebody right now who's been on the fence for a while, or you've been kind of tiptoeing, you know, around action, you're kind of thinking about, I'm going to do this, or you're joining this little challenge, you're joining that little challenge, but you're not really taking action. You're not following through with what those challenges might be. Like we see them all the time on Instagram, right? We'll even say just from fit mom, fit month, we have some people who are super, super engaged. And we have some people who I have no idea, even though we've reached out to them or, you know, posted to them. Are you even here? Like, are you following through? You signed up for this because I said this to them on Sunday, you signed up for this because something right now isn't consistent in your life and you're seeking change. You have a desire to change because you want a different result than what you're currently getting right now, yet you're not here doing the work. Mm -hmm. So you thought about it. 
you maybe liked something, you commented on something, or maybe you've talked about doing this diet with your friend for you know a long time, but you've never taken action. And so I want to challenge you guys today. How long have you been thinking about it or talking about it and not acting on it? And tiptoeing around it, you know, like I, if you're constantly jumping into like every challenge, every 30 day thing, every, you know, mini challenge, every like you're grabbing at straws of, oh, don't eat that food or don't eat this food or this supplement or that like, and you don't have any consistency around foundational things. That's where you start. Like if you are constantly changing directions of what you're trying to do because you think that it is the approach that's the problem, it's not the problem. Like you have to start being consistent with something, anything, any of the approaches. Just start being consistent with them and do them and stop getting distracted by all of the things that pop up in your face on social media, all the different workout routines, all the different supplements, you know, fat burners, whatever it is. Like you can take action right now on a lot of things very easily. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't want to do. They want, well, give me, you know, what's the answer? What's the quick fix? Well, the answer is you actually doing something consistently, which is the problem that no one ever does because they want the easy way. We as humans want the easy way. But unfortunately, there is no easy way when it comes to health. The easy way is doing the basics. I would say that's the easy way. Doing the basics consistently and watching what it does for you. Because most people's health issues is often a result of them getting away from the basics, trying to do the extremes, underfeeding their body, ending up undernourished, ending up with digestive issues, too much stress on top of undereating, and all of those things compounding, compounding and essentially leaving you in a place where you don't feel good. But if you don't feel good, guess what? It's your responsibility to start taking action for it. Versus if you are someone that's just always complaining about what you're dealing with, you're complaining about your stress, you're complaining about, I can't, you know, I don't have the time, you're complaining about, this is too hard, you're complaining about, I have constant bloating and it seems like all these foods, I can't, as soon as someone starts to give you like a possible solution and you are immediately shutting it down with, I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't do this, you need to evaluate what you're open to. What are you open to changing? Are you even open to changing anything? Because if you're that person, it sounds like you're probably not open to really anything and you just want to play the victim. And so we have to evaluate how are we even approaching these things? Like start taking action with small things. If you're the person that's constantly overwhelmed with programs, are you constantly overwhelmed with, you know, all of the changes that have to be made around food or the lifestyle changes? Okay, start small. Start with a 10 minute walk a day. Anyone can do a 10 minute walk a day. If you can't walk, you can do a 10 minute bike on a stationary bike a day. Like there are options. You just have to be open to doing them and start holding yourself to be accountable to taking the action consistently around them. And if you can't do that, you got to find someone to help you. Mm -hmm. What we find a lot of times is, you know, people who have been talking about things for year, two years, three years, and I'm going to just say it like bluntly, you are a broken record. Mm -hmm. If you are not taking action, you're talking about it constantly, you're thinking about it constantly, you're a broken record and nothing is going to change if you don't start to change. And you all know if you've listened to the food code for a long time or just recently, it doesn't have to be extreme. 
Like we don't want you doing any crazy restrictive measures, right? We're not about the all or nothing, but we are about people being about themselves and being about their goals and committing to taking some sort of action. So I'm just going to run down a list of things that you can control and that you can do right now. You can stop this podcast when I get done with this list and pick one of these things and do it for the next 7, 14, 30 days. And if you did that, you're better for it because you're showing up for yourself and you're no longer just talking about it or thinking about it. You're taking action. So right now, you could go for a 10-minute walk like Becca said. You could drink more water. You can walk away from your desk, go find a water fountain or filtered water or whatever it is, get a water bottle, drink some water. You can choose to have a side salad with your burger at lunch. Even better, you can choose a salad with grilled chicken instead of the burger and fries, right? You don't have to make extremes. We're not saying you can never go out to eat, but you can make better choices when you do go out to eat. But you also have to be informed about nutrition and what those better choices are. And that's a big gap. In our industry today, because of the way our food industry is and the marketing and the advertising, you can see all of the green and white labels in the grocery store that lead you to believe these things are healthy. They're not healthy. But I I think everybody listening to this can agree that a salad or a side salad is better than the French fries and the loaded burger with cheese and bacon and all the things, right? You can also choose today to ask for help. Maybe right now you're holding yourself back because you're ashamed. I posted about this on my uh, story this morning. Maybe you're ashamed because you're out of shape or you lost a lot of weight before and now you've regained some of that weight. Or maybe you don't have the endurance that you had a year ago or the strength that you had a year ago. And so you feel bad. You're comparing yourself. But at the end of the day, You can only start from where you're at right now. So instead of waiting to lose some weight before you go back to the gym or you send a message to ask for help or you pick up the phone to schedule a trial class at a gym, do it right now. Stop this podcast, call the person, send the message, reach out to us if it's something that you need help with from a nutrition perspective and you wanna feel better and you don't wanna waste more time thinking about it. Stop this podcast right now shoot us a message. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We have our email. There's a link in the show notes, all those things. Or if it's not us, if it's somebody else that you've listened to or followed for a while and you resonate with them, call them, reach out for them, get help that you need and the support and the accountability. You have that choice to make right now. And only you can choose to do that. Mm -hmm. You can also choose to get into bed earlier and stop watching Netflix until 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, and then rolling that into why we can't get up and get our workout in the morning because we're so tired and fatigued. You can choose also to change your routine and create a morning routine. Get up earlier, collect yourself, maybe get that walk in or the workout in instead of snoozing and then starting the day off in a rush and in panic and hectic, and then you're mad and you're angry at everybody else. When it's all comes back to you and the choices that you make. And so just remember, this is all within your control. And notice that we're not even talking about calories, macros, restriction of anything. We're talking about picking one thing that you need to do to start taking action and stop being a broken record. And I think the biggest piece of all of this is you need a plan. Like so many people go into these challenges, go into these things, and they think that things are just going to work. Like it's just going to work out for me. I'm going to all of a sudden, I'm not going to have the daily stressors that I'm, I have every single freaking day. And the food is just going to make itself. And like my choices are just going to be better. And we don't have any plan around it. You guys, Liz and I still struggle without a plan. If I don't have a plan, I'm screwed. Like I am very much so screwed. And I end up having to hodgepodge my meals and like skip things. Like I am a mess if I don't have a plan. And what I've had to do is I've had to evaluate where I constantly fall short. 
what things am I trying to implement that I continue to fail at? And for me personally, I've found a couple things. One, my mornings are very rushed and hectic. And so what I've started to do is I've started to spend more time the night before, even though I don't want to, even though I'd rather sit on the couch and do nothing because I'm exhausted at the end of the day, I've realized I need to prep Taylor's bottles the night before. I need to prep her food for daycare. I need to get Carson's stuff ready for daycare. If I'm leaving the house in the morning, I need to make sure that my food's ready to take to Liz's or I have clothes laid out that I'm planning on wearing the next day. Because in the morning, it is basically all children. Like I need to get Taylor up and fed. I need to get Carson dressed. He's very into not wearing underwear lately. And so like now it's getting hot out. The poor kid's going to chafe like a mofo. I need to, I need to focus on my children. And so I've learned I cannot keep things until the morning. I have to do them the night before. I've also learned I cannot keep my reading until bedtime because I go to bed too late. And when I get into bed, I don't want to read. I don't want to do my five to 10 pages that I commit to myself every day. And so I have to put it somewhere else in the day. I have to figure out some other time to fit it in because consistently I fail at those things. And so evaluate, evaluate your day. What do you have going on in your day? What do you keep failing at? Do you keep failing at water? Do you keep failing at getting your steps in? How are you planning for it? Because it's obviously not just going to happen for you or else it would have already. And so you have to think ahead. You have to put more effort into these things and plan for your week. Like I look at my week, usually the Friday before and plan out when all my workouts are going to be. So no one schedules meetings over them. So that time is for me so that I go in the night before knowing when that's going to happen. And if I'm going to wake up and work the next morning, like I plan out everything the Friday before for the entire next week. I plan in when I'm going to eat. I make sure I have time to eat in my day. The Sunday before or the Saturday before, I plan my meals for the next week and grocery shop. And sure, maybe I'm getting a little bit more detailed or overwhelming than you're ready for, but even with water, even with movement, plan in a 10-minute break in your day so that people stop scheduling meetings over it so you can actually go for a walk. And then when you put it in your calendar and say that you're going to do it, do it. Do not just put it there hoping that at that moment you decide that you know that now is the time. No, when you commit to something, you have to follow through on it. Because if you don't follow through on what you commit to yourself, guess what? You're, re-ign- you're basically reinstating this habit that you don't do things that you say you're going to do. And that creates brain connections of like basically your body telling yourself, I don't do these things that I say I'm going to do ever. And it just, it's a learned habit. It's a learned behavior like everything else is. So you need to change that habit. And what does it take to change it? Choices. Every day you are faced with choices. You get to decide what those choices are. It is not a matter of life. It is not a matter of circumstances. You decide. Circumstances can make it harder. Absolutely. Guess what? Decisions are still yours. They need to be made daily. So you need to start being more aware of your decisions and start planning ahead if you continue to be overwhelmed, stressed, failing at things that you are trying to commit to. Yeah. But one of the things that planning ahead does is it takes away stress and overwhelm during the week because the decisions have already been made. The plan is already in place. And so while that can sound really overwhelming to plan out your whole week in terms of workouts or meals or so on and so forth, I would challenge you to think about how much time you spend every day making decisions about, let's say, what you're going to eat, asking your husband, getting a text from him, what are we having for dinner tonight? Asking your kids, what do you want for dinner tonight? You waste a lot of time making all of these decisions. And at some point, mamas, we get it, especially you're exhausted. You don't give enough anymore. Whatever you want, eat whatever you want, kid. I don't care. Husband, whatever you want, order your burrito if you want that. 
and this is why I have to plan the week ahead. And I asked my husband, what would you like? So that it also serves him and he's happy. But if you live your life day to day without a plan, nothing is ever going to change. And you're going to be more stressed out than if you took the five to 10 minutes to sit down and say, hey, Pinterest, what are some easy meals for weeknight dinners? That's literally what Beck and I do. Mm-hmm. I did it on the airplane last week when we landed back home. Then I went to Instacart and I ordered my groceries. And I'm very, very thankful that I did that because we ended up hosting Mother, Mother's Day and I was like, perfect, I have all these things in the house. But when you don't take the time to do these things, you place more stress on yourself. So while it sounds stressful to make a plan for the week, you're actually taking away stress because now the decisions are made. You just know, you have the comfort of knowing that the dinner is going to be delicious, everybody's going to enjoy it, and that you're going to have lunch for the next day. And so you don't have to make all of these decisions. Research studies show that people make 35,000 decisions every single day subconsciously. No wonder we all end up with decision fatigue. Make the decision before, and that's also going to help you. Like, If you're working on something right now, let's say you're a fat, in a fat loss phase, and you don't have a plan in place and you go throughout the day and everybody's asking you for things, your boss is asking you for things, your kids are asking you for things, your husband's asking you for things, all the things. By the time seven o'clock comes, you're exhausted. You don't have any more willpower left. You don't have any more Fs to give for the day, right? So what happens? You say, well, even though it doesn't align with my goals in this fat loss phase, it's just one dinner out. I'll go here and I'll start again tomorrow or you just rationalize it, right? You make the excuses. But if you make the decisions ahead of time, everything's put in place. You have the comfort of knowing and the confidence of knowing I'm going to hit my goals and I have a plan to stay the course to actually follow through with the things I've committed to doing. And here's the other thing that I'll say about this. If you're waiting for the perfect time, if you're waiting for life to slow down, things not to be so hectic, crazy, or stressful, like right now we know in May there's a lot of kids sports ramping up. We've got graduations, you've got parties, you've got summer coming up. Like you're waiting for the perfect time. Somebody told me the other day, we're going to wait till, you know, after summer because I just want to enjoy summer. Okay. Well, where are you going to be at the end of summer? You have two options. You could be 10, 15 pounds less at the end of summer. You can still enjoy your summer and lose weight, or you can be 10 to 15 pounds heavier because you went ham for the summer knowing that you were going to start after the summer. And so today I'm going to challenge you. Stop waiting for the perfect time. There is no perfect time. Mm -mm. No, there is not. And I would say the perfect time is when you feel like it's not a perfect time because now you are living real life. That's what we do, guys. There is no like magic fairy tale land that all your stressors go away and it just allows you all the time in the world to cook the food and get in your movement and get in your sleep and get in the water and all of these things. You need to figure out how to make a lifestyle around your life. Mm-hmm. That's when it's sustainable. When you can do this stuff, when you're stressed AF, when you're dealing with all the things, that is when you need to work on these habits. That's not when you throw your hands up in the air and you're like, no, I'll try again in a couple months when things seem to calm down. Things never calm down. They typically just get worse. Or, you know, we, we force it. We force it into our life because that's essentially what we have to do. We have to find ways to make these things work. And initially, it's going to feel like it's forced. It's going to feel awkward. It's going to feel uncomfortable at times. It's going to feel really hard at times. And that's when you know, I'm probably making some changes here because it feels really hard. If things are like, oh, seamlessly working into your life, awesome. I don't know many people that it actually happens for. It's usually a matter of this is really hard and it's, I'm struggling. Okay, you're probably on the right path then. 
Because at the end of the day, people that are successful are people that just do things. They don't, they don't think about them too much that, you know, maybe there's a little bit of like trying to plan, trying to hope for the best, trying to go into something with a little bit of a notion of what you're going to be doing. But at the end of the day, successful people just do it. They do it. They know they're, they know they're going to fail. They know they are going to face adversity. They're going to face challenges and they do it regardless because that's just part of the process. If you think you're never going to fail, (laughs) I don't know what life you've lived. Because we all fail at things in life, especially things that we're trying really hard to change that don't fit into our lives right now. You're going to end up failing. You're going to end up trying to track the food and not doing it. You're going to end up trying to get the water in and getting really full or ending up in the bathroom a lot and you know, quitting halfway through the day. You're going to end up doing these things, but these are all learning experiences. They're all possible chances for you to learn more about where you need to change and where you need to make adjustments to. If you look at life like that, well, now we're in for something. Now we're able to make these adjustments because we're going into it knowing we're going to struggle. We're going into it knowing we're going to get uncomfortable and we're prepared for it. I know, like, I am very well aware of my shortcomings in my days because I'm aware of them. And what I do is I approach them with, how can I become better at this? How can I make this easier for myself? When Liz was talking about, you know, prepping for the week, I was thinking to myself, I need to start doing this for Carson because we're trying to shift some of Carson's eating habits, which have become very toddler-like. Unfortunately, Carson has never, even as a baby, never been a fan of vegetables, never been a fan of anything green. And so I'm thinking in my mind, I plan out Nick and I's dinners and then I buy like a lot of things, you know, chicken meatballs, chicken nuggets, all those types of things for Carson. I'm going to have to start planning for Carson now because I need to have things in the house to prepare to put with his things that he typically eats, like a normal toddler, mac and cheese, all of those things. I want to shift that for him, for the better of him. So now I need to start planning around it. I need to start doing better and continuing to understand that you will grow and you will change by evaluating your current situations and where your shortcomings are. If we can never be vulnerable to that, guys, if we can never have you know the ability to be open that we suck at something, you're never going to be able to change. I suck at a lot of things. <laughs> so many things. I fail at things every single day. Like you can have all the best intentions to do all the things, right? Let's go down the list of everything that would be, you know, perfect in your day-to-day life with health and with fitness and with finance and with business and all of those things. There's some something that goes wrong every single day. So like just know that you are not the only person that faces the resistance. But how you overcome that is your choice. Do you tackle it head on and you say, yep, didn't do that great today. Tomorrow, here's what I can do better. Or do you just run away from it and say, well, it was somebody else's fault. Sally didn't do her part. And so that's why we got the F on our project because I didn't pick up the slack and it's all Sally's fault. Well, no, you probably could have prepared a little bit better for that project and talked to Sally a week before your project was due. I'm just giving like a silly example here. But at the end of the day, there are always things that we can learn. And so I get excited about learning from those shortcomings. That's how I become better. And guess what? Over time, as we've talked about before, new levels equals new devils, right? Over time, those little devils like two years ago for Beck and I both just with our business or kids or life, they're no longer a thing because we've just overcome those things. Like water is no longer a struggle. I don't even think about it, right? four or five years ago, water was a struggle. So it's just as you get better, these things just kind of go away and then you experience new things that are going to be challenging or you know, re- re- the different types of resistance, right? Face it head on. Don't, you know, 
I would say embrace the failure, embrace the suck, because every single day, everybody fails in some way, shape, or form. So instead of taking the victim mentality, why don't you shift your attitude and say, hey, you know what? I'm here for it. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I'm going to be about it. And even if my being about it is only that I crushed my water goal for this week, that's better than you did last week, right? Mm -hmm. Then next week you can build upon that. This is what we do with our clients. A lot of times is habit stacking. We ask a lot of questions about their lifestyle. What can we change for you with your routine? What can we fit in and try to anchor to your other habits? I was having a conversation with one of my girls yesterday and I'm like, hey, a really simple way to make sure that you remember to take your supplements is to anchor this with the times you brush your teeth. They don't have to be taken with food. So that was helpful for her. But like set it next to your toothbrush. You're going to remember because you're going to see it in the morning. You could put a sticky note on your mirror to remind you to do certain things. I've done this before in terms of gratitude, like putting sticky notes. I have two sticky notes on my desk, uh, my desktop. And it says one thing that I am thankful for and one thing that I want to improve on tomorrow. So that every single day, those are at my you know, forefront of my mind. I remember to not only be thankful and practice gratitude, but also to remind myself that there's still room for improvement. So if you're feeling like a total failure right now, I just want you to know that you're not. Every single person fails in one way, shape, or form. But at the end of the day, you are a broken record if you continue to talk about things for years, weeks, months, decades for some people. Stop talking about it and let's be about it. The yeah. doers are the one who succeed. Yeah, absolutely. And if you continuously are failing at the same thing over and over again, one, you either maybe need to change direction, change things that you're focusing on if the thing that you continue to try to implement just keeps not working. And you got to start evaluating your surroundings, like evaluate the people that are around you that might be triggering to you, evaluate what's in your house food wise. Like mm -hmm. you guys, people with really good discipline simply just don't have to say no as much. Yep. Like if I had donuts in my house constantly and I had ice cream and wine and all the things, I would be a lot more tempted and I would probably struggle a lot more than I do but I don't keep those things in my house or I have methods of keeping them in places that I cannot easily grab them. And so do not start to blame your children. Do not start to blame anyone else in the house for they need these things in the house. Okay. Give them their own cabinet, give it to them in their room, have them keep it in their room. Like they do not need to be something that is in your vision. If you are struggling continuously with staying away from certain foods, Get them out of the house. Get them out of your environment. Do not put yourself in situations where you're tempted by them because you are going to continue to struggle with it. You also, like I said, evaluate the people around you. They are large influences. You guys, there is a reason that there is a saying, you are a product of the five closest people to you. You will, you will do what other people do. You will say what other people say. It is just human nature. And the last thing is you got to evaluate your choices. Like so many days we spend completely oblivious to what we're doing completely ignorant. And it's not ignorant bliss. It isn't. It's driving us into places we aren't happy. And so I challenge you, take the next week and literally evaluate every choice of your day. Objectively, is this helping me? Is this hurting me? Why am I struggling with this choice right now? What do I want to do? What should I do? What are the things that will make me feel better? versus living in the moment of this is going to make me happy right now. I'm going to eat it right now. Start taking a step back and being like, will I be happy that I ate this two hours from now, tomorrow, a week from now? Is this worth doing right now? 
what is it going to do investment-wise in my health and my goals? Start taking a step back with your choices versus just impulsively choosing to do things during the day. Because of emotions, because of circumstances, because of whatever the heck you want to use as your justification for why you're doing things. Like you need to start looking at your choices because our life is an accumulation of our choices. Thank you for listening to The Food Code. If this episode resonated with you, please share, rate, and review as this helps us reach others around the world. With that, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. Love you guys.